2: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime
0: for details.
3: Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick-cut, tastes-like-a-touchdown-in-your-mouth bacon?
0: You must be talking about Wright brand bacon, Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's
3: thick-cut, hand-trimmed, and real would smoke real. And you could tell. So, why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way.
4: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
5: Final hour on this Thursday. We're minutes away from Tiger teeing off. Set to tee off in about five minutes. He's walking to the first tee now. He didn't exactly show up in a uh, subtle color. (laughs) It's that uh, like neon pink. It's electric fuchsia. Yeah, that is. Well, you might you might see flowers down there that have that color. Man, is he jacked. But uh, going to the first tee there and we'll keep an eye on his uh, first round here. The weather, it rained a lot last night. And uh, I think checking to see the wind will be interesting. And uh, the temperatures, I don't think, will be an issue. But just walking around, that I think is going to be... I, I, I'll be really curious when he's done with his round today if he talks about just the grounds. Now, they have so much money invested in that golf course and can do so many different things with it at different times depending on the weather. But they actually have something that takes the water out of the fairway. And uh, I don't know what kind of irrigation system they have there. But uh, they have things to be able to uh, warm up or heat up the greens, uh, take moisture out. Uh, but it's it'll be interesting to see how the rain overnight affects Tiger with just walking, because that will be the big issue. Coming up, we'll talk to Mike Piazza, the Hall of Fame catcher. We figured uh, we would talk to him about new technology with Major League Baseball, with catchers, and uh, trying to... Uh, correspond with the pitcher on the mound, and this takes away from sign stealing, or at least we think it's going to. So Mike Piazza will join us, actually from Italy. He might be the first guest who's joined us from Italy, but he'll uh, join us coming up here in the final hour of the show. If you'd like to get in touch, you can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Paulie has a final hour poll question slash bet. Tiger doesn't finish the tournament health or the cut finishes the tournament, but outside the top 10 finishes the tournament top 10. Okay. By the way, I've already said Tiger bogeys the first hole and birdies the second hole. It is unbelievable. The size of the crowd at the first tee They're they're all the way back to the clubhouse, man. So, Tiger doesn't finish the tournament health or cut. Finishes the tournament outside top 10. Finishes the tournament in contention top 10. Hmm. I would say finishes the tournament, but outside the top 10. That'd probably be where I would lean. All right. uh, Opening day, Major League Baseball today and tonight. Um... Let's see. Anything else that uh, we need to mention here? Yeah, Seton. If we go back to the Tiger thing real quick,
0: yes. it feels like such a huge stretch to me that he is going to finish the tournament, but outside the top 10, which means that he uh, makes the cut, right? Yeah. But the big question is whether he can walk the course. Yeah. Like those two things just seem like so, at polar opposites of the end to me, where we're wondering if this dude could even walk the course a full 18 in a competitive environment, yeah. but he can also finish. That's doing four days. Let alone
5: one. Well, usually your problems are when you get to your shot and you swing. Tiger's saying, I'm good with that. It's in between shots that are going to be the issue for Tiger. Even just like a a bad lie or something like that, and you got one foot up, one down, or whatever, you know? I'm going to guess at some point we'll see Tiger wince. After hitting a shot. Yes, Todd. Likely after a bad shot. Yeah. How does the well, of pace? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh! oh, I shouldn't. Mm. Yeah, it's never after a, a great <laughs> shot. You don't wince after a great, oh, my bad.
6: <laughs> yes, Todd. I can't imagine anyone rushing Tiger, but as the days progress and if he makes the cut and if it's taking him an extra long time to get from one hole to the next, is there some kind of pacing thing or a, yeah. a timer where you better get there and hit the ball by a swing? Yeah,
5: they put you on the clock. Yeah, yeah, they do that. They'll do that for Tiger as well. Indy car season, motors on the streets of Long Beach, Sunday at 3 Eastern, only on NBC, and Peacock, home of the Indy 500. I uh, want to say thank you to all the people responsible for this show, not only the Danettes, the backroom guys, the people who contribute to this show, and uh, you, the audience, because we got nominated for another sports Emmy. That's uh, five consecutive years, and uh, it's just nice to be nominated. It'd be nice to win, but it's really nice to be nominated. I uh, want to thank uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, he and A.J. Hawk had some really nice things to say about this show. And uh, thank you. And uh, I'm sure one day that uh, we'll probably be competing with those guys uh, for sports Emmys. Probably should have been doing that this year. Yeah, Paul.
3: I think I'd like to go to the after party if they won one, though. I mean, that That'd seems like good. a good after party.
5: Yeah, I think so. Heck yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Our after parties aren't very good because we lose. and And then... You know, I'm always so down in the dumps with it. And then we go have a couple of beers, and then we make the long trek. We had a rooftop party, and that was with DirecTV. That was awesome. That was fun. I didn't go. Uh, it, it, it was fun. No, I was bummed. I disappointed. Yeah, Paul.
3: It was weird because remember when Rob Gronkowski got dinged for losing the Super Bowl, but then dancing and partying? Yeah. We lost a sports Emmy that first year we announced, and we went up to this after party, we were into our drinks and having fun and eating stuff, and and we got over it real fast. I ended up having a pretty good time. Yeah,
5: I didn't. I didn't want to go. There was an open bar. You should have gone. Yeah. Well, that, it, it, that was the first one that really bummed me. And then I was like, okay, just being nominated, this is great, considering we're you know, we up against SportsCenter. They have thousands of people who work on SportsCenter. We have 12 people in the building. Yeah, Seton. Some of which, of whom were hired from, like,
0: the local doc. You know what I mean? Like It's not like... Which is awesome. It's great. <laughs> what, Paulie?
3: How many communications degrees in the building? You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter because you could do whatever you do. No in our what. building?
0: Yeah, in this building.
3: Because some of the guys have different backgrounds.
5: Yeah. Not it. Uh I do. Marvin, what's your degree in?
7: Bachelor of General Studies. Uh... Does that mean undecided? <laughs> For four years? <laughs> you. <laughs> Well, no, so, so what ended up happening was, so I went to community college first, okay. and I got into UConn, into the Bachelor of General Studies program, Okay, and I just stayed. You just stayed. I just stayed. And, and you, I, I took a couple of communications classes, like, oh, take comms 105. I was like, all right,
5: whatever.
6: Uh, Fritzy, Journalism and mass communications. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Uh, Paulie? Yeah, journalism. All right. United States Postal Service. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's where I learned everything I needed to know about communication. That's, that's, yeah, you, you, going up to neighbors saying hello. Hey, how you doing? There Got, you and and what did I always have in my pocket?
5: Dog biscuits, just in case there was dogs. Penny's Bang Biscuits. Hello. Yeah, you can go to the website, pick them up. They're uh, made handmade from scratch. Using healthy, all-natural ingredients, 20% of all Bang Biscuit sales be given back to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. Uh, Paul in Minnesota stopping by. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind?
3: Dan, got a question for you, maybe a potential poll question down the road. If you're an NBA team that is struggling to draw, would you draft LeBron's kid, no matter how good he is, just to get LeBron on your team, even if it's for one year?
5: I think that if I'm in the lottery, I'm not going to do that. But if I'm at some point, there's going to be a team that goes, like Orlando. Well, Orlando might be in the lottery. They usually are, right? But but if you have like the twentieth pick, then is somebody going to go? Hey, you know what? Why don't we take Bronny? I'd consider it. If you if you know you're getting LeBron, then I would consider it. Did you see where Tiger hit his uh, tee shot? Because I thought it would be uh, to the left in the uh, in the straw in the pine straw. It, it looks like he's okay. I've been in that pine straw before, hacking out. Uh, all right. He looks like he's all right. I thought he was going to bogey the first hole and then uh, birdie the, the uh, par five. Uh, yeah, Paul. But you could see how the coverage already, we
3: have it up on our screen here, they're, they're looking at every lie that he has, every placement of his feet. Yep. They keep doing shots of his legs and his feet to show, is he an uphill, downhill lie? Is it like part on the fairway, part in the rough? That's really the focal point early for them.
5: Yeah, and it should be. Just the comfort level. He got an uphill lie, uh, just short of the bunker, and he got a, a, a branch overhang. Now, this can't be good if you're uh, in your car and I'm doing play-by-play. That I'm sorry. People want to know, man. If I, I know, I know. But then, are you allowed to do that? I don't know if you're allowed to do play-by-play. You could
3: say something just happened moments oh, ago. Oh, it has oh. to be your tense has to be past
5: tense. Oh, it does. Yes. Okay. We, we dealt with this at Westwood one years ago. Oh, you did. All right. So after Tiger has his swing here, his second shot on one, and then I can go, oh, moments ago, Tiger hit his second shot, and yeah, uh... moments ago, he hit the green, and it rolled back off the green. Moments ago. a <laughs> boy. <Attaboy. laughs> Man, Jim Nance, look out I'm coming for your job. <laughs> Hello, friends um let's see. what do we have? Nathan in San Antonio. Hi, Nate what's on your mind today? Hey Dan uh six feet two o five all right <laughs> Hey, I called you about a
7: week ago, telling about the referees packing. And did you see that video of that ref getting attacked by about?
8: 10 yes, people?
5: yes. <laughs> and, and that was see at a that was a, like a church sponsored basketball game. And this this referee got attacked by like five or six teenagers, and I think he had like thirty stitches or staples in his head. That was crazy, yep, Nathan. But I,
7: uh, I had I had a question. Um, how did events like uh, the Masters, who aren't necessarily the championship event for their their uh, sport, how that become looked at as the, the thing to win?
5: Well, it depends. It's in the eye of the beholder because you have some players who want the U.S. Open or you have players from Europe who want the British Open. Um, you know, the PGA is always the afterthought there uh but yeah i it really depends on it's in the eye of the beholder i would want to win augusta i'd want to win the masters there but you might have somebody who says hey, i want the us open i want that's our championship there's more players in that or the british open with what you know the birthplace of golf yeah Paulie. i think we did a poll on
3: this a few years ago it was like the masters or a us open at pebble beach or the british open at st andrews a real specific course which that ups the british open a little bit
5: yeah uh, Michael in Florida. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind today? Hey,
8: Dan. Um, my daughter played that course on Saturday at the uh, Women's uh, Augusta. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm 63. That course is everything in it you can handle to walk it. And I'm going to be real interested to see, because my
6: daughter was telling me on, so on the par five that, you know, there's a lot of side hill lies. So I'm just curious to see if Tiger's going to be going for those in two.
8: Or if he's actually going to be laying up because uh, it's uh, it's some pretty uh, it doesn't look like on TV as you know, but there's some pretty uh, steep, you know side hill and downhill lies out there
5: Yeah, and uh, congratulations on your daughter playing there at Augusta on Saturday. I watched a lot of that event had uh, uh, young players uh, you know kids as young as uh, 8 years old competing in that and uh, it was the putt, pitch, and drive, I think. Uh, maybe I don't have the, uh, the order there, but uh, I, I did watch a lot of that. And, and you'll see there's a, there's a par 5, the 8th, and it's straight uphill. You know, it's, you know, those, those are kind of the interesting things, I think. And then does Tiger really go after it? I don't know if he can on a day like this, but that's what I would be looking for. And let's see, uh, Jacob in Virginia. Hi, Jake, what's on your mind today?
8: ADP six one one fifty. 150. I had some insight on walk-up songs because you could go really wrong with picking something like Man in the Box by Allison Change, and that hook does not start until, what, like 40, 45 seconds. You don't get much time if you're a number, you know, if you're on deck. That's one thing. You only got about 15. So for me, I had Give It Away by Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he hit that hook. It was awesome. As a picture, a little different thing, but Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. So uh, let that be inside when you guys are picking yours.
5: All right. Thank you, Jacob. We appreciate that. We didn't give much thought to our walk up songs, but uh, next time we will. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. Mike Piazza is set to join us from Italy. Go ahead, Seaton. Is it maga Piazza? No, no. Give, me, give, give the audience the full maga Piazza. There you
0: go. <laughs> Getting some feedback from Italian Americans who are unappreciative.
5: Why? Wait, you have to be Italian to do it? Perhaps. I'm married to an Italian. Me too. A Magabia, so. She doesn't like the joke either. She, by she the way. doesn't. No, I, I do it all the time at
0: home and I get negative feedback there too. You know a it's calabar. very insulting to my heritage. Oh, it's not.
5: You walk into an Italian restaurant, that's what they say. Like, come on in, you know. I used to do the Not (laughs) Just not
0: appreciated.
5: Not appreciated. Yeah.
0: Yes, Marv.
7: So, are we going to say this when we go into Olive Garden?
5: No, that's not the same. God, Todd is so excited to go to Olive Garden. Tour of Italy. I know. A
6: little lasagna, a little chicken (laughs) They Give you a little mix of three different things.
5: Yeah, Marv. Hold on, DP. We're in
6: southern Connecticut.
7: All these little mom-and-pop Italian restaurants, and we choose the Olive Garden? No,
5: no, I didn't
6: choose it. He did. All I'm saying is it's a valid option. I don't run to the Olive Garden, but I will say, unlimited breadsticks and salad and soup, there's something to be said for that before you even get the main dish. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't really, You guys make fun of Sbarro's, which also has decent pizza. <laughs> I know it's a chain. Chain doesn't have to equal, ugh, awful, horrible. I understand, but I don't
0: yeah, know. Yeah, see. I told you guys about the time I went to Olive Garden. No. Uh I was there with uh a girl I was dating and two other co workers mm-hmm. and we ate the whole meal and then um my stomach started not feeling well. Oh no. And so I went to the bathroom, and the bathroom was right at the like the lobby or whatever, the waiting area of the restaurant. <laughs> and there was I don't know a dozen people there, and I absolutely unloaded on this bathroom to the point where like people were walking in and going like Whoa!" <laughs> and I, I was very sick. You know how like you try to keep it quiet sometimes? You're like, "I'm trying to keep this quiet." I couldn't. It just it just was all. All hell was breaking loose. And when I finally washed my hands and walked out of there, every single person in the lobby was looking at me like, good
5: God. Yes, Paul.
3: Luckily, they also had
5: unlimited air freshener. (laughs) Take a break. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. I got my link sole on today. got my sweatshirt here. I always walk in. I take inventory see what the Danettes are wearing. Yes, Hayden, you uh, link-souling it? Sure am. Yeah, I like that. Marvin. Marvin, Marvin's a new man. He comes in. You look fresh. I like it.
7: Besides the sweatpants.
5: Yeah. Yeah, Todd.
6: Yeah, that's because he felt guilty he had to wear something nice today because you guys were ripping him about the sweats yesterday. Thank you, Todd. Um... <laughs> that's what happened. He was all comfortable. and It's like, oh, really? <laughs> Sweat? You're giving up on life? So that's what happens. <laughs> The next day, I've been there. You get made fun of it, and you got to like change your tune the next day.
1: Bubba
5: Watson, friend of the show, two-time Masters champ and investor in Link's soul. So is uh, the former quarterback Alex Smith, an ambassador. And so are we, because we love the vibe, the lifestyle, the look. Rooted in golf, but it can be worn on and off the course, in and out of the ocean. Hats, hoodies, shorts, pants, and you can feel that vibe. Dress it up, dress it down. Love the t-shirts as well. We've got a special Lee Elder t-shirt there, and that goes to a great cause link soul link soul.com. tell them we sent you thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on fox sports radio and you can find us on the iheart radio app at fsr or stream us live on the peacock app
0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime.
5: Scores aren't that good so far at uh, the Masters. Tiger parred the first hole. Now he's going to play the par five second hole. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle DP Show. More phone calls coming up. And uh, Fritzi trying to connect with Mike Piazza, who is uh, set to join us from Italy. Uh, Fritzi, how are we doing with Mike? Is Mike going to be able to join us there? Todd said right now we could give it a try. All right, let's give it a try. I think our first guest we've ever had on from Italy is Mike Piazza, the Hall of Famer. Where are you in Italy?
2: I am
8: in uh, Parma, Parma, oh. Italy, okay. in the north. Yes, like Parmigiano Reggiano, Parma ham. How is your uh, Italian? Uh, it's good enough. It's good enough if I want to get fed, and uh, <laughs> if I want to get, get <laughs> if I want to get a ticket or need a coffee or ask for directions. I would say it's plus conversational. Higher than conversational, but not quite fluent. Enough to get around
5: and survive. All right. Uh, If I ask you to pronounce uh, mozzarella, how would you pronounce that? A mozzarella. Uh, Buffalo mozzarella. All right. I I want to judge. (laughs) Would you judge Seton's uh, Italian? Now, he's not Italian. He's Irish, but (laughs) but he's working on his Italian. His wife's Italian. All right, Seton, go ahead. Mozzarella. <laughs> mozzarella, <laughs> a
8: mozzarella, it's mozzarella. Yeah, a lot of people. It's funny. I've learned that uh, the American version of Italian food is pretty funny. There's actually been a lot of YouTube videos and people talking about pronunciation. Yeah, but if you try to say, you come here and you and you say mozzarella though they you won't get
5: served if they say buffalo <laughs> yeah they'll be like yeah <laughs> uh, bufala mozzarella. A mozzarella. Is, there, say, is there an olive... fi, fi. <laughs> is there an olive garden in uh in parma
8: uh i don't think so i okay. think if they opened an olive garden here it probably wouldn't do pretty well <laughs> to be kind because I did, you know, I did make uh, we've made our, our minor league checks stretch very long on the free breadsticks <laughs> and the salad. But uh, in Italy, I don't think it would do well, although they do have a Starbucks here now in Milan, which a lot of people said Starbucks when Starbucks wouldn't survive here. But it's not your typical Starbucks. It's it's very, very high end. So I imagine they have to up the quality a little. Are you full
5: time Italian resident? Yes, I have two
8: passports and my kids have been in school here about four years. Uh, the COVID year obviously was very difficult for everybody, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just something my wife and I wanted to do completely different and just kind of change the culture and they're very fluent in Italian. I'm actually taking my kid to soccer practice tonight, uh, after, after we get off. So he's, uh playing soccer. He scored a goal the other day, which is kind of cool. He's not really a striker. He's kind of a skilled midfielder who follows up the play. So it's a great experience for him. And and now that things are getting back to normal, you know, it's a little easier to go back and forth.
5: He's uh, one of the great catchers of all time. 12-time All-Star, uh, Hall of Famer, Mike Piazza, joining us from Parma. Uh, we wanted to have you know. on uh, to talk about the technology that we're seeing baseball introduce with catchers here that apparently... Yeah trying to cut down on sign stealing. Your thoughts on, uh, is it an overreaction? Uh,
8: Slightly. I did see that new device in spring training. I was in Mets camp uh, a a while ago, I think a little less than two weeks ago, and I saw that new device that uh, they're putting in the ear and the catcher and the second baseman and shortstop and pitcher, obviously. A lot of pitchers, I, I didn't know what was coming anyway. I just kind of said, I'm better look fastball and adjust to anything else. Uh, I I think uh, it's a shame that 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 sign stealing controversy did happen. I didn't I didn't think it was very uh, it just wasn't part of the game. And unfortunately, the game has not been able to police itself like in the years past. And um, guys are, I think, a little bit now very overreacting, a little sensitive to it. I don't really think it's rocket science. I think as a hitter, I guess more on location than actual pitch. But since hitters now, I think are are really guessing or since there's less of an emphasis on strikeouts, the guys are swinging harder with two strikes. So they kind of are trying to to it's more of a of a problem, I guess, so, than it was in the past. But, uh, you know, I'm all for technology. The game has changed. I feel a little bit like a dinosaur. But and I think it's interesting. I think it could be a place. But. My whole thing is, too, that if, if it is uh, an electronic device, maybe that could be hacked or compromised as well. So, you know, we were I was saying if we could hear it through some sort of radio wave or something, then the other side could probably hear it, too, if they really wanted to. So that presents another issue of problems, obviously.
5: Yeah, I just wondered about, you know, sign stealing is part of the game. Like just actual looking in to see what, you know, location or fastball, curveball, whatever you you consider that part of the game?
8: Well, I would say part of the game, but also disguising it as part of the game. And then if you felt like the guy was overtly flaunting, relaying it to the hitter, then obviously I've had a few conversations where catchers told me is he telling you the signs because uh <laughs> it could be very dangerous uh but <laughs> since that is not no longer it's frowned upon obviously and maybe it's for the better for the worse i don't know i mean i'm more of a traditional guy i always felt like those things were naturally policed and then there were some pitchers i mean like oral Hersheiser during his stretch in 1988 i believe when they won the world series you are probably going to get a sinker You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't like a big mystery. You were probably going to get a sinker and especially with Maddox as well. I mean, I think the location part was probably more of something, at least for me, if I knew the guy was coming inside, he probably wasn't going to come inside with a changeup. It was probably going to be something pretty firm. So if I knew that I kind of already had more or less 50% of the, of my guessing kind of uh, eliminated.
5: Did you have a pitcher who tipped his pitches?
8: Yeah, that's well, that's a, I think also another problem that hasn't been addressed. Where um, Eric Caros, who we've talked about before, was amazing at in the stretch when the pitcher had his hand up, they sometimes would dig for a certain pitch. Like if a guy was going for a slider, he would rotate his wrists. and Caros oh. would go to me after the second inning and, and he would say, Do you want the pitches? and I would say, Really? And I said, yeah. And he would say, dude, fastball, you know, curveball or fastball changeup or fastball split. And he and Robbie Alomar were two guys that I remember distinctly would have the pitches. And then with the advent of free agency, we actually found out that some of our pitchers who knew guys on the other teams were telling them that, oh, they have your pitches in the stretch. Because, you know, again, if a guy went for a changeup, he would dig or you would see his hand, you know, manipulate the ball a little bit differently. So that, that was a problem as well. Some guys were overtly obvious about it. Even guys on their own
5: team could sometimes see it. Um, and also telling a pitcher. I remember uh, Mark Grace told me that they, they realized Randy Johnson was tipping his pitches. And nobody wanted to tell Randy that he was tipping. Like, they were always worried about Randy getting mad. <laughs> and, but, the, you know, they were in fear of him. And they were teammates, but you know they didn't want to tell, especially on the days that he was pitching, because Randy was a different animal those days.
8: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. My daughter's young. Just a second, honey. I'm on the inter. I'm having an interview. Good lord, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's like, Dad, Dad. I'm like, I'm doing an
5: interview. How, how old is um, she?
8: She's twelve. Oh, she's okay. 12, but uh, yeah, yell at but, her in um, Italian, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, dai, <laughs> keep on I an interview here. Say hi. <laughs> no, she's shocked. <laughs> Mamma mia, keep fighting.
5: <laughs> allora. <laughs> Oh, parenthood. I
8: sat here for for
5: two hours. (laughs) There wasn't
8: a peep, and then we go on the phone, and all of a sudden, people just start running in. Um, Anyway, yeah, the part about Randy, no, Randy was an intimidating guy, and uh, just to finish your thought on him, but yeah, and I could see. I would be scared, too, if I was catching him because, you know, he'd probably get mad at me or at least, you know, feel like I was doing something to tip his pitches, which obviously wasn't the case.
5: Uh, Take us back to the Baywatch... Performance, you're on the Dodgers. You're wearing you're wearing your jersey and your hat. You're swinging yeah. a bat on the beach. So how do they how do they pitch that to you, Mike?
8: Well, actually, that was right after the strike uh, occurred, and it was September. And Eric Carroll and I were kind of getting delirious, and we were we didn't really know if we were going to go back to play, if there was going to be a World Series. Obviously, the World Series didn't happen that year, which was which was a tragedy in itself. But I mean, I just kind of didn't take myself too seriously. It was just out of fun. You know, I, I knew it was going to come across a little bit corny, but I just figured, you know what, I'm in LA and I thought it would be cute. And I didn't realize in this day and age and in back then there was no social media. I mean, we had the brick phones, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> we had the analyze. So I'm like thinking, oh, no one's ever going to see this again. It's just going to go <laughs> into the dustbin of history. And now, even today, with social media, I you mention it now, I, it gets mentioned all the time. So I tell people, you know, when you do something it, that you may or may not regret, it does stay with you for a very long time.
5: And <laughs> and you did help save that woman who was in the water and needed rescue. You and you and Pam Anderson, yeah, that, did protect protector.
8: I did. It was. It was. She was very. Yeah, I felt like I was doing <laughs> a good deed, and uh, yeah. Helping a young lady and a a very attractive young lady (laughs) in in a bikini. (laughs) Drowning in two feet of water. Uh, It was, yeah. So that's, I tell people all the time. It's hard work, but somebody has to do it.
5: I just love the, the shot of you. You're so serious. You're taking your cuts. And Pam Anderson is saying, hey, you know, you can't be swinging a bat on the beach. And then I'm Mike Piazza. And then she's like, okay, just don't hit anybody. And then that's when you had to... Go to the rescue of this poor woman in distress in the ocean. I mean, it, really, it's, a, it's a, remarkable. Did you get any awards for that? Oh, well, uh, we're on a freeze up there. Maybe it's best that we leave it at that. Leave Mike, it a mystery. Yes, you got to leave the mystery. Mike, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Mike Piazza, 12-time All-Star. Oh, uh, Man, you're in, you're in Italy. That's good. Kids are playing soccer over yeah, there. They're Dang. learning Italian. It's awesome. I love it. Micah Piazza. It's uh, a <laughs> me. Uh, I love watching that video, though. Just I was wondering, okay, what was the idea that they decided not to use, if that's the one they used? Hey, uh, you know, he's uh, bunting, playing pepper with somebody. Yeah, Paul. Wayne Gretzky, what are you doing here (laughs) in skates on the beach? The
0: L.A. Kings are on a hiatus. 13-time All-Star Ken Griffey Jr. What are you doing here? You're in L.A.
5: now? Uh, Jesse in Los (laughs) Angeles. Thank uh, Pritzy, good job uh, tracking down Mike. Tell him thank you. Uh, Hey, Jess. Hey, DP. Uh, Thanks for taking my call.
8: Yep. Um, right Thompson man whenever you have him on I'm all ears and um, a profile that you don't mention but is one in the book uh, Cost of These Dreams the Leo Messi one from uh, from that book and shown, like really showing how disconnected he is from his hometown is fascinating but I-, I wanted to say congrats on the nomination this year I really think it's between you and PGI again and I got to say, Wilbon and Tony, although they do a great job, nowadays they're only there about half the time. And they have Frank Isola and Pablo Tor- Torrey fill in quite a bit. So it's a no-brainer. It's got to be you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and And one more thing. I'm also calling to give a shout out to Stuttering Stanley in Nebraska from the, the end of the show yesterday for cracking us up when he was trying to jab Paulie and Andrew in Washington. Just remember, buddy, as Omar Little said, if you um, come at the uh, the uh, the king, then um, <laughs>
5: that's
8: not that's not miss.
5: <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Uh,
0: uh, uh, it, uh, uh, that's why he doesn't even you know say nothing. No, no. Come
5: at the king. Best not
0: miss. God, that was a funny call.
9: Oh,
5: yesterday when he's, he's going to give you grief, and then he starts to stutter and stammer a little bit, trips up.
0: Yeah, why don't you go? You're going to go to Home Depot and <laughs> you buy yourself some lumber then or something. What? I do like that po- snarky pap. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's why you just run the your hands and run the board. is. Big, tiny, big ones, tiny, small ones. Damn it! But he,
5: but he, he was, he, he was so bothered that he wanted to call you up to give you grief, and then I don't know what you did wrong. He's not going to tell you. <laughs> jo, John in California. Hi, John. What's on your mind?
7: Good morning, Dan.
5: Hi,
6: John. Hey, um, my son and I were talking about what a great job Seaton's doing in that back row. We think he got a legitimate shot at a Sports Emmy with him back there.
8: So for you, team, a little bit shorthanded in that front row.
5: Wow. Okay. John with a shot there at Marvin. Okay. Yeah. We're shorthanded every day. Every single day. Dang, man. Yeah. This is getting, this I, is a long day. I know. I know. People mean business. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more. MBUSA.com. All right. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. I uh, I ordered pizza for the boys, the entire room. Nobody. Nobody has it better than we do. Nobody. Yeah. And well, now a little celebration here. Why we not? should be celebrating, celebrate the small successes. We got nominated for a sports Emmy. Doesn't mean we're going to win, but we should still celebrate that. And you know what? People are referring to Seton as the male Kelly Clarkson because he's kind of America's sweetheart. <laughs> Like all of a sudden your image changed. How about that? That that people really like you now that you're in the back with Fritzy. All of a sudden. That that you're you know like Sandra Bullock, you know, you're you're America's sweetheart. I feel like I look cute today. You do. You absolutely do. You do. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. We're back after this. Close up shot.
0: Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com
2: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
5: Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. I went out and talked to Tyler. I said, uh, meet Friday. What are you thinking? He said, well, we were going to do our own Masters-like dinner. They have the Champions Dinner on Tuesday night. So uh, Tyler is going to have the DP Show Masters Dinner, even though we're not champions. Yes, Paul. How about Eat Friday? Like M. Eat Friday. M-Eat.
0: In yeah. case we lose. Thank you, Todd.
4: What if we? we, we,
0: uh, How about if we do win, though? Then we have a gigantic real Masters dinner.
5: Yeah, we can do that, I guess. Olive Garden. Our family. Yes, yeah. If we win, we're going to Olive Garden. Got an update on Tiger?
3: I do, Dan. Think positive. He is tied for second place in the Masters after two holes. Did
5: he birdie two?
3: No, he is even after two holes. Par, par. (gasps) Oh, Patrick Harrington. Harry Higgs, remember we had his caddy on the other day. Yes, Bryson DeChambeau are also one under.
5: Harry Higgs's caddy is his brother.
3: Yeah, he called. And in. He called
5: in and he said he was going to wear a DP Show T-shirt underneath his caddy bibs. I got to, I got to get a picture of that. Um, oh, guess who's calling back? Jason in Nebraska. Jason had a rough, rough <laughs> moment yesterday on the show.
9: Hey Danny, Dan, it's love you guys. Uh, yeah, it was. I've had many lows. Yesterday's bomb. Um, the minute I heard I, the the music kept going, I heard scenes say, "Whatever, Jason." I it was over. I okay. That, why were you moment, mad? at I've been pretty bummed. Why were you mad at Paul? Well, funny? I love haters. First of all, let me preface. I love haters. And Polly, I love Pauly. I, just, I was just giving him grief because, you know, I got, I got the, call, uh, the live in where he was getting, giving him grief with the uh, wardrobe. And, you know, I, I, you know, but the thing is, Polly is always hating on people's, like, wardrobe. Yes. Can you give me that? So, yep. you know, I was just calling about that. But, yes, then I thought I'd go for the stat of the day. Uh, my much apologies to Andrew in Washington. You're the best, obviously. The king. It was, it was just bad. It's still bad, Danny. It's still yeah, it is. bad. I'm, it I'm, is. I'm, I'm still depressed. I, I mean, gosh, I, I took my son to the baseball game. He had a baseball game, but I had about an hour to kill. I went to the bar and
5: drank. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> well, thank you, Jason. Keep your head up. Give him a lot of credit for calling oh, in Oh, man, he got roughed up well yesterday. Done. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah, well done, Jason. Didn't do well. He whiffed. You know when he's all set up and he had his lines, he was gonna give you the stat of the day. He was gonna give Paulie grief. Yes, yeah, Marv. I mean, he was ready.
7: Right. He was like, "I got a stat of the day just for you guys." Yeah. So when Le- Le- LeBron scored a, a basket <laughs> yeah. once,
0: and oh, Paulie, bye. What's <laughs> that what hoodie, Paul? What's was what it cold out there or something by you? <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a hooded sweatshirt or something?
5: Smart guy. <laughs> And then Seaton goes, whatever, <laughs> oh, Jason whatever, in Nebraska. Whatever, Jason. Nebraska. Dave in Indiana. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind?
1: Yeah, DP, the uh, communications uh, system that they're going to use to uh, try to cut down on cheating is a really, really bad idea. What's going to happen is they'll take this to the minors, and they'll use it as a way for young pitchers and catchers to uh, – call balls on strikes. They won't be doing it. It will be the computer calling, telling the pitcher and the catcher, throw this, throw that. More electronics in baseball is a bad idea. I just get a picture. What would happen if you handed this system to say, oh, Bob Gibson or Greg <laughs> Maddell?
5: Yeah. Oh. I, I, you know, I, I worry about the analytics portion of this. Is it going to be a computer that gets involved to tell you what to pitch and and read the situation and read it in real time? That's interesting. I mean, imagine if, you know, the catcher is ready to punch something in and you have your analytics people say, no, you know, fastball, whatever, inside. But you're, it just feels like there could be some loopholes here with the technology in Major League Baseball. Yes, Todd?
6: What's the button for plunk this guy? And then you can't deny it because they can go back to the technology. So you press that button that said <laughs> hit him with the pitch.
5: Yeah, so, I don't huh? I don't know if they'll have that. I don't think I'm do. going to guess that you're going to be able to pfft, tell the pfft pitcher that uh, no, you got,
6: he's you got it in. You got it in. Didn't
5: you? No, no, the pitcher, you got it in. I did. We both got it in. The pitcher is going to know when to plunk somebody. You can't really have the, the actual the button. Catcher, the catcher doesn't have to tell you to hit somebody. It's usually the pitcher. The catcher is trying to maybe tell the pitcher not to hit somebody. All right, final results of the poll question, this day in sports history, Sleaton. Well, we threw up one. I uh, put this one
0: up by myself. Uh, Bay Rock, Baywatch was a great show or Pamela Anderson? Oh, Possibly the most one-sided poll question we've ever had. Mm. Uh, the main response was, is this a serious question?
5: Yeah, this
0: is true. <laughs> Do you want to guess what the uh, percentage differential was? 90 to 10. 90 to 10, Pam Anderson. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it was only 10% a great show, but 90% of it was Pam Anderson. That sounds about accurate to me. Mm. Okay. Uh, This day in sports history, Paul. First of all, I
2: love
3: that Pam's getting the do that she deserves on our show, finally. Uh, Age 63, at age 23, Jack Nicklaus became the youngest golfer to win the green jacket at the Masters. And uh, this one you'll like this, Dan. 1955, Fort Wayne beat Syracuse 74-71. NBA. It was the lowest-scoring NBA playoff game since the introduction of the 24-second clock.
5: Also on this day in 1969, this Dodger pitcher recorded baseball's first official save in a win over the Reds. 1969. Not not necessarily a household name. You have to be a baseball fan. Bill Singer. Bill Singer recorded the first save in baseball history. Yes, Paul.
3: It's too bad we didn't call it a singer. That'd be a much better term for it. Mm. I got 18 singers this year. Nice.
5: Okay. So then dingers and singers? This would be cool. Yeah. Also. Uh, there might be a new segment on the show, dinger or singer. <laughs> well, didn't we have one with music now? Do you turn it off or turn it up? That, that's the segment we need to have. Yeah. Turn it off. Turn it up. Kind of like Todd. Turn it off we turn it off.
6: we are turn it off. We'll really turn it off as fast as possible.
5: Thanks. It's the cousin of uh, Pick It or Flick It. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Hit or? No, it's like charge or block. Yeah. yeah. Rex Chapman. Rex Chapman. Uh, let's see. Go around the room. Uh, what we learned on the program. Todd, I'll start with you.
6: Mike Piazza says, although there's no there's a Starbucks in the area, he's quite sure there's no Olive Garden in Italy.
5: All right. Uh, Seton O'Connor. That's a little self-serving, but America's sweetheart. Yeah, you are. I they're, love they're, that. There's a, I don't know what's happened. There's a rebirth to you that it feels like the audience is falling in love or back in love with you. Well, they're like, <laughs> who knew? Yeah. Marv, what did you learn today?
7: Olive Garden trip if we win the Emmy.
5: Yep. And I'm buying. Paulie, what'd you learn? Emmy season, the drive for five. Yes. Fritzy, what did I learn? Steph
6: Curry didn't seem over-enthusiastic about the prospect of LeBron <laughs> joining him in the Warriors.
5: He's yeah. like, I'm good. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. That's because you're a valued customer. You deserve a simple gesture. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. Again, thank you to this audience because winning a sports Emmy, you've helped play a large role in that. Talk to you tomorrow. Oh, we close out the show with our good buddies, Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Now we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain for one-of-a-kind digital cards. Available in packs or at Panini's public auctions on the site. You'll find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats featuring official products from the NFL, NASCAR, UFC, NBA, French Soccer League, there's something for everyone at Panini America. Panini NFT trading cards give collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts from every base pack. Celebrate all the best players' key performances each week with Panini Instant NFTs. Start or continue your collection now at paniniamerica.net. You're going to love it. Also, share your cards in the public gallery, and you don't want to miss this special release of NFT NFL, and UFC prison packs. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't
1: do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
5: When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand grilling doesn't just taste great, it, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit millerlightcom Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces.
9: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride.